In today's episode, we're going to be talking about cosplay and how it correlates to Dungeons and Dragons, so stay tuned. What's going on, folks? So, in today's episode, I really want to dive into the topic of cosplay and how it's been correlating and how um, it's grown within the Dungeons and Dragons community. Now, just as a disclaimer, this is a topic that's always been interesting to me and I've always been curious about it, but I personally don't partake in cosplay. I'm not um, against it or anything. It's just something that I have never um, wanted to devote as much time because I don't think that I would do it justice. Um, and I say that respectfully because those that partake in cosplay are some of the most dedicated fans out there. Personally, I think that not only are they dedicated um, or dedicated fans, but they're dedicated to the craft, to cosplay itself. They're dedicated in that fine detail in creating costumes, but in, you know, most importantly, in transforming and becoming the character. It's almost like, you know, if you've heard different actors who, um, you know, kind of like Christian Bale or Mar- Marlon Brando, uh, some of these method actors that are, are you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is a great example. Method acting, you get so, you basically become the character. You, you go into this state of um, being where you transform into the character. And I think cosplay is very similar to that. I think in cosplay, you transform yourself in a way where you do become the character. You do become um, whoever you're you're cosplaying as. I try not to say imitating, and just for the audience, I apologize if I say anything that's incorrect, but I want to stay away from the word imitating because they're not really imitating. Um, Cosplay really is you're taking on the persona of that character. You're taking on the persona of even your interpretation of that character. So just kind of for those people out there that may or may not be familiar with cosplay. Cosplay is one of those things that you have to really understand that this isn't just dress up you know a lot of i know there's been some articles uh one specific one saying how quote unquote cosplay is the economic way of dressing up meaning it is the way how people are making money from cosplay but i actually don't think that's exactly true yes they're monetizing on it but you know the true definition of cosplay is the practice of dressing up as a character from a movie book or video game and that's pretty much it but it says that the purpose of this is to do more than simply dress like their favorite characters you know the actual um core of cosplay is to create and express their creative side to show the depth of their fandom and also how they behave and speak so it can also be really a form a gateway into acting and they can act out favorite scenes with their friends or you know act out something else but you know cosplay in general has these great benefits but specifically cosplay within dungeons and dragons i feel is something that has been um newer right you know cosplay in general has been around since the 60s and 70s with people cosplaying as 
you know, um, Star Wars characters and Star Trek characters, you know, Star Trek coming out before Star Wars, but either way, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, and then later on into the Marvel and the DC, you know, maybe in, you know, different indie comic books, um, out there, they started to cosplay as them. And obviously the manga, you know, manga and anime have played a huge role in it, but you know, in our D&D community, I feel that cosplay has taken on a new role. It's something where, um, with Critical Role, the show, if, if you haven't heard of it before, Critical Role being this awesome, great show of voice actors that play D&D together. They're a bunch of friends and, again, quote-unquote nerdy-ass vo- voice actors that sit around and play Dungeons and & Dragons. And I feel that a lot of the critters, you know, those people who follow Critical Role, those fans are able to cosplay and express their love and appreciation of these characters. Now, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I think it's something that is just new in the community. I have, you know, going to cons in the past, I never saw a lot of cosplay from Critical Role or from any type of D&D, you know, Dragonlands, Forgotten Realms, things of that nature. Maybe I saw cosplay of certain fantasy creatures or fantasy characters, but I really never saw cosplay specific to a D&D character. I think that's just because um, at the time when I was, you know, when I kind of stepped into the con uh, or the convention, you know, scene rather, there wasn't a lot of it. There, you know, D&D was still something that people played in, in game stores or at home. It wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't a thing that people gathered around their computers or their um, phones to watch people live stream D&D. They didn't gather around Twitch to talk about, oh, or they didn't even gather around the game store to talk about the latest, um, you know, Twitch live stream that they saw. But I don't, and again, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think, though, that people within the cosplay community, because let's be honest, cosplay does two great things. It allows people, uh, it, it rather shows aspects of themselves that maybe they wouldn't reveal otherwise. And it gives them, it gives people a community. You know, I mentioned certain aspects. There are things that people in general um, tend to have internally. It's intrinsic values. We as humans have intrinsic values, but we also have intrinsic characteristics and traits. So these quote unquote inner strengths are, is something that gives one through cosplay. It gives those people the opportunity to display their confidence. You know, they become more confident in something I've, I've heard. And I've seen people that talked about a uh, weight loss journey and how, they, you know, their weight loss journey encouraged them to try cosplay and to cosplay as their favorite, you know, superheroes that they um, kind of used as inspiration for their weight loss journey. So in turn, it boosts their confidence, but it really more of shows the confidence that they had internally and the discipline and, and everything. And they're able to kind of like, um, they're almost able to take those virtues and those feelings, internalize them, and then express them. Um, obviously, I think it, it allow. I, I stated it earlier, I think the ability to 
um, connect with a character is really important. It's really special. So um, some people perhaps even feel that they can exhibit these traits um, to connect further with the character, to connect and to maybe even, you know, from a deeper level by connecting with this character and by exhibiting their traits, it gives them the strength to overcome something that may be challenging in their life. You know, I, I hear this a lot with actors where, you know, people role play and act certain things out in order to accomplish a goal or to overcome a challenge. Um, you know, we we in the D&D community know how helpful D&D can be. So cosplay in the set, I personally think, you know, just thinking about it a little bit deeper, cosplay is almost like the role-playing aspect of D&D, but in, you know, in an environment where you don't know the people. Usually when you role-play, uh, you know, for D&D, you're playing with people that you know, and yeah, you if you play for an audience, okay, that's different, but you're still playing around people that you know. Cosplay is essentially role-playing a character around people you don't know. You know, I stated as well earlier that this cosplay is a community within itself, but I think that there's a special community within the D&D cosplay community. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, you have people that will cosplay as, you know, are, you know, critters, that will cosplay as Vox Machina or the Mighty Nine. And not only do they, I, I think it's gonna, I think D&D cosplay, my prediction, it's going to be a tight knit community. Because when you have people that cosplay as the Mighty Nine, as Vox Machina and all, you know, and everyone in between, you have a group of people that say, one, I play D&D, two, I play tabletop games, three, I love role-playing games, four, I watch Critical Role, five, I cosplay. That's five different things just off the top of my head. You have already built a great foundation to have a sub-community of folks in the D&D community and in the cosplay community. In addition, I think that the cosplay community is actually going to bring more people into D&D. Here's why. So if you're a cos if you're in, you know, let's say you're a beginner cosplayer, right? And you are cosplaying, you know, Marvel DC. Let's say you want to cosplay um I don't know, Jessica Jones for an example or even Lois Lane possible i don't know i'm just naming people at this point you know you're learning from your people you're learning from mentors or you're just learning from your friends who cosplay and all of a sudden you see this cool cosplayer that you admire and they're dressed up as this you know crazy um you know black leather half elf you know one of the one of the uh, one of the twins, Vex or Vax, um, you name it, you know, dealer's choice. And this, you know, kind of beginner is saying, whoa, what's that? I, you know, I've never seen that before. What is it? And this person that's cosplaying, they can say, oh, the, this is Vex or Vax from this show called Critical Role. You should watch it. You, you'd get a lot of great inspiration. 
and it's a it's about D&D. You should come to my game. Maybe if they I mean, let's assume that they're playing. That connection alone, you're saying, "Hey, you're inviting them to play D&D. You're inviting them to now branch out and and you know in their cosplay um, environment." I personally, like I said, I don't cosplay. I'm not familiar with it. But the same principles apply in anything, right? You know, if whether you're a cartographer, an artist, a sculptor, you know, you can, if you know your stuff, heck, I mean, a musician is a great example. If a musician knows the stuff and knows the quote unquote rules, they can break the rules. That's always something that musicians have said. Um, I know when I, ever since I was, you know, actively playing, that's something my mentors would tell me is that learn the rules and then learn how to break them. So I think cosplay is really going to make that connection. It's going to bring those people from the comic book cosplay and the anime and the manga cosplay into the fantasy cosplay. It's going to, if it's not doing it already, it's going to bring more people. It's going to bring more attention to that. And it's going to bring more attention to D&D as a whole. A lot of people are seeing D&D as this thing that, you know, um... It's a newfound thing, right? Critical Role um, kind of did it. Um, I know that Acquisitions Incorporated has been around for a very long time with Penny Arcade and whatnot, which is actually, you know, Critical Role is a great show and I love it, but I also really, really love Acquisitions Incorporated. So I feel like now people are learning about these shows and learning about all these things and they're going to cosplay that they're going to you know get involved in that and i think really the the one of the biggest rises is going to be like in cosplay think of it like this if you're on social media and if you've ever seen someone say oh this is a sponsored post blah 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 that's an influencer and we all you know maybe we all know what an influencer is i think that cosplay is going to be the convention version of influencers so you know they're going to be the influent like you, you know you have critical role again i'm using them as an example heavily in this episode um so you have let's say the folks at critical role they're the creators they're the content creators I feel like the cosplayers are going to be people who can have that influencer role in the hobby. So again, my my biggest understanding and thoughts about this is cosplay and D&D, although it's a unique combination, it's going to be one of those things that is going to, you're going to see more often, more often than you already do. And you're going to see a lot of cool things with D&D cosplay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I would love to see, you know, people cosplaying as, you know, Strahd or cosplaying as some of the Dragonlance heroes or the Forgotten Realms, you know, or Eberron or whoever. I would love to see these kind of old school um, cosplays. I think that's going to be in the future, though. Um, so don't know right now, but at the moment, you know, one thing that I always want to make sure that I get in an episode is if you're interested in doing any of that type of stuff, specifically in this episode, you know, we're talking about cosplay. We're talking about how it affects D&D. If you're interested in cosplaying, go for it. I think you should try it. I mean, this is something that I tell myself. 
hopefully one day I can see what it's like and, you know, talk to some more experienced cosplayers on the podcast, but try it out. Do your research on it. Connect through, you know, connect with people through Facebook or Instagram or even meet up, you know, those places where you can, you know, get in contact with a great community in your area and learn more about it. But what I will say right now as I knock on wood is that cosplay within the D&D circuit, although it's going to be a, it's a niche community, it's going to be an expanding niche community. So stay tuned for that and, you know, be on the lookout. I think it's going to be something that we're really going to, we're really going to owe it to them because they're going to push the hobby of D&D through their cosplay. Well, that's it, folks. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you liked today's episode, please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media. It really does help. And if you ever have a topic idea that you want to listen to on the podcast, feel free to send me a message. Send me an email at thebeardednerdvlog at gmail.com. Or just send me a DM through, you know, Instagram or Facebook. Deep Gaming.